I'm SP from Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., a show about the general Marvel comic universe, part of the Guinea Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other hilarious and fun geeky shows at guineageeknetwork.com. Welcome to the season finale of Better Podcasting Live Chat. I am Steven, and I am so happy to say that SP is still here this week. It was dicey. It was dicey indeed. We'll get into that in a little bit, but I'm glad to be here for our final Better Podcasting streamed recording of 2023. Yes, if you didn't know this, we're recording this, streaming this live to gunageek.com slash live uh, on the 22nd of November. I look at the clock down below where my eyes obviously go off camera as opposed to the clock that's literally almost right behind my camera, which is a little more towards the camera. But it is the 22nd of November, and this is the last streamed Better Podcasting of the season. Now, why do we specifically say streamed? Because this is the plan. This is the season finale of Better Podcasting live chat. However, you are in luck because our gear episode is coming back. It is a winter warmer special over on the Better Podcasting main stream, main feed. Check that out at betterpodcasting.com. That will release about a week after this one. And that will be the button on the sentence that is Better Podcasting 2023. There's buttons on sentences now. I was going to say that punctuation, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Is this a Canadian saying? Say button at the end of a sentence? I'm not sure. We're going to button up the year with the f- gear episode of Better Podcasting over on the Better Podcasting main feed. So check that out. And then when we have a schedule for 2024, we will let you know all about that. We'll put that on our socials and over in the Discord. But just know this, that it's likely the Better Podcasting main show that will come back with the first First go round for 2024. So make sure you're subscribed over there. And it will uh, be a little bit different, I think, probably in 2024. But uh, same general idea where where it'll be a little more segmented and, and structured. Yeah, it'll be a little bit different because at the end of the episode, Stephen will have the copyright 2024 on the visual side of things. I, I'm not sure what that is. I'll have the what? <laughs> The copyright, the 2024 oh, copyright. copyright. I thought you said the copper eight. And I was like, what's a copper eight? I I, I don't know. why. Did I say copper no, eight? No, I think you said copyright. I, I'm pretty confident you did, but I just, I heard copper eight. I don't know. I wasn't. Are you okay? Are you having a stroke? Do we need to have you medically evaluated? You know, number one, I'm just sad. I'm just sad that, you know, you and I are about to wrap up our 2023 together. But more importantly, if I do have a stroke, you know what? Just go publish the episode. You can call it, you know, something clickbaity and just, you know, get some clicks off of it. That's fine. The devastating live stroke <laughs> of a Canadian on uh, Canadian maple syrup and Molson. Yeah, sure. Uh, but yeah, that's the plan for the end of the year here. We got one more better podcasting related episode. Unless, of course, there's better podcasting chats with SP. So you should definitely make sure you subscribe to that feed as well. And also... um, just know this, that we do have our live chat room whenever we stream, whichever show it's on, on the Better Podcasting main show. We don't involve the live chat feedback often in the actual show, but we do stream when uh, we do that show as well. And can I just say this, SP? I am. Uh, do I have a choice? Not really. I am okay. so glad, actually, that we're taking this hiatus because I have already been feeling like I'm being pulled in 20 different 
places. It just seems right? like, yeah, it seems like that that crunch, that general, I don't know, balloon of holiday related activities and stuff is just coming earlier and earlier. And I could definitely see this December off thing happening every year because honestly, I am I am just so glad uh, that that I don't have to think about fitting in my podcast activities into the schedule after today. I am so happy about that. I don't know if you look, this is a late add to my podcasting notes, but the last thing I added was I have done nine podcast episode recordings in the last 10 days. Now, if you're a professional <laughs> podcaster, it's like, no, I do nine recordings in a day. Great. I'm glad you batch record. I'm a hobby podcaster. I record my episodes like one a day. Very, very rarely do I do two a day. I've done nine in the past 10 days. I am over it. Not that I'm not having fun with my podcasting, but you couple that with everything going on with the, my family right now, with the first grandkid that's going to come probably before the end of the weekend that's coming up and everything going on at work. There's a lot of year end stuff at work and then the holiday stuff on top of that. I'm I'm like, I'm glad that I had my hell week now before mm. American Thanksgiving and not in the middle of December. I would have I would gone nuts and I wouldn't have had any downtime. So I wouldn't have been able to hit things were on the ground running in, in January. So, uh, I made this decision for me earlier this year said, you know, Steven, you can do whatever you want, but I'm, I'm really going to need to take this time off. And then you, you were like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to try to see what's going on. So I'm glad that you're yeah. at the same point that I am. You're like, okay, we're here. This is a good idea. Yeah, for sure. Like, let me frame it this way. Um, I'm obviously sitting here recording, you know, in my festive, geeky jersey as i've been doing on most of the shows over the last month because you know got to get those holiday festivities in this is a thing that i'm into but over my left shoulder for the the uh, audio listener who can't see it there is an array of wires why is there an array of wires because i don't have all of my lights up yet i still on the 22nd <gasps> of november don't have all my lights up yet they're mostly up but i still have things to do and these are here as I'm working through my complicated setup, getting it all going. And I said, I could clean it up or I could make it a talking point for the episode. So I left it. Do we need to send the special Santa elf SWAT squad down to your place to make sure everything gets done before Christmas? I think so. Uh, you probably, yeah, at this point, maybe. All right. Well, <laughs> put in a call to Tim. What's his name? Tim Allen. Yeah. Tim Allen and see if I can't get his Santa squad down here. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Uh, all right. By the way, in our live chat, we do have Johnny Pennington and Liberty Dude. They've joined us. So thank you for joining us for this final uh, live stream. And we'll see who else pops in over the next uh, little bit of time. But I just wanted to give them a shout out because they're here right now. And also, you are absolutely correct. I have one better podcasting chats with SP in the can. Somebody reached out to me and wanted to record and I'll just put this teaser out there. There will be an episode of Better Podcasting Chats with SP before the end of 2023, but it's already in the can recorded. I just have to edit it and get it out there. And uh, we'll just go with that. So after this, there are two episodes of Better Podcasting on two different feeds, but two more episodes of Better Podcasting after this one is published. All right, let's move on into a different point here. We mentioned it today is November 22nd. That means for you Americans, it's time for you to really get in touch with your inner 
MMA fighter and hit the Black Friday deals because that's what's happening this week is it is uh it is Black Friday week. Uh we mentioned this a little bit last week, but it's in full full swing now and I've been looking for some podcasting deals and I figure you probably have been as well. Mm-hmm. And uh by the way, happy American Thanksgiving to you as well. That's that's a you know, I guess a, a little bit of a um what would you call it? A a preface um uh a footnote to Black Friday. I think that's <laughs> and uh, don't forget the football games. There's like three or four football games now on that day, too. <laughs> That's true. But I thought maybe we should talk a little bit about some Black Friday stuff and um, and, sure. and maybe what we're on the hunt for. And I got to say this. I, I don't think I'm going to come up with anything. But one of the things I was really hoping to find was the Da Vinci. Uh, well, the Black Magic Designs speed editor hardware. And why do I say that? Because the the. DaVinci Resolve Studio software comes free with it. It comes free with that. And it's not that much more than the price of the DaVinci Resolve Studio software. So I figure like if there was a good Black Friday deal on that, I I might be the time to pull the trigger because then I get both and I could give some hardware a go. But I don't think that's going to happen. I've Googled and a lot of times there's not really deals on it, but I've been looking. I've been looking. Yeah, I've been just keeping tabs on deals that are either posted in our discord server, which you can find at betterpodcasting.com slash discord or that I've seen in other podcasters post online, or I go to a couple of places, amazon.com and sweetwater.com. I know B and H is another place and I'll be candid. I know you have different um, vendors for your podcasting gear, but I have just been trying to stay abreast of like, what are the, deals what are the costs what are the you know the prices for the different gear and so far there's been a couple of really standout deals like uh, a couple of days ago there was an atr 2100x deal on three or four sites for 29 dollars. it has been a minute since i've seen one of those usb xlr combo uh dynamic handheld microphones go for 29 dollars I don't know if I've ever bought one that low, to be honest with you. I think between the Samsung Q2U, the AT 2005, and the original ATR 2100, I think the lowest I, I ever went was maybe $32, $34 or something like that. So that was a fantastic deal if you were looking at an entry point for your podcasting. I don't think it's still available. You can try if you see this recording or hear this recording, you can try to see it. But I know like the Amazon.com was sold out. And I think I went to Sweetwater. I think that was sold out too. But if you could find it, it's a good deal. So that's one of the things that I noticed so far. I'm really looking to see if there is more expensive gear that is going to go for a lower price. Stuff like the Roadcaster Pro 2 or the Roadcaster Duo, you know, the high price yeah. stuff that like the, 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 what is it? The Mackie DLZ three creator and, uh, or whatever that was. So those mixer recorders, I'm really looking to see if those actually go on sale this year, anytime between now and the holidays. But I did pay attention to the news this week in the morning as I was getting ready. And the news was all saying that the actual, in-store physical retailers are really, really fighting for dollars this year. Oh, and, interesting. And they're, yeah, they're really trying to get people in because most people are just shopping online. And these deals aren't exclusive to one day. I mean, these deals, 
in some cases have been going on for a month or so. And it's not the same deal over and over, but you can have, can have deals or you have had access to deals for quite some time. But usually the biggest deals are Black Friday, which is as we record this in two days or Cyber Monday. But in my experience, the Black Friday deals are always like the best. And sometimes they slip over to Thursday. So starting tomorrow, there might be some significant deals. And I don't really need anything except for, I think, and I don't know if I'm going to cover this on the gear episode, but I think I need a new chair mm. <laughs> for my for my office. And if I could get something like a Secret Labs chair or a steel case chair, that's anything under than what I consider reasonable price, like $500. If it's under that, then I might consider getting it. But since I'm hard on my chair because I'm in this seat so long, I really need a more professional style chair. I don't know if the Secret Lab stuff is professional enough. I know yeah. that the steel case and the Herman Miller stuff, because they are built for office-like environments, I know that those are good, but those are also very expensive. So that's kind of where I'm going here. I'm, I still don't know where Secret Labs ranks as far as that goes. I My understanding is it's definitely one of the, the better gaming chairs because traditionally, you know, we've talked about it before. There's lots of videos out there that show how gaming chairs are basically a scam, uh, you know, as far as, as how, how different they really are. They're usually quite poor, like this big balloon of gaming chairs. But that's not all of them. You know, we're talking like the the ones that all look the same at a cheap price point. You know, when you look at Secret Labs, they're they're a much better product. I know, like Chris Farrell has one. He he works all at home all the time, and he likes it. He so I suspect they land more in the office chair type situation. I probably, you know, I've had mine a couple of years now, and I have worked at home most of that, and so it's probably getting to time that I should think about at least looking. Uh, what's out there you know it's still doing okay but it's definitely you know the cushion's not where it was but one of the things that just kind of randomly came across my amazon feed was and i'll put it on the screen here i just went and took a screenshot i hadn't seen this before and i thought it was an interesting thing now i didn't buy it because i don't immediately have a reason to justify the price but it's this sort oh, of yeah. multiple arm post that you could, you know, the idea being that you could put multiple different like scissor arms or multiple different uh, uh, mounting gear on it. And it articulates a bunch of different ways and has a bunch of different arms that basically swivel different ways. And I thought that was a, you know, an interesting idea that I could definitely see some people, especially if they were, you know, gear hogs like us that maybe had multiple mics hooked up or something. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm thinking predominantly of somebody that wants a camera, maybe a secondary camera for a secondary shot. So maybe two cameras or two webcams, one, one of the two, uh, maybe a tablet, maybe a laptop pad. Yeah. You know, one of those pads for the laptop, a cell phone holder and the lights also for a studio. Studio lights would be good to have on one of those things. Those I, I don't even know what they're called, uh. like studio trees or something. Uh, it's funny in our chat, Liberty Dude says he just bought one of those, the Vivo version. Um, oh, okay. The one that I had was a, uh, it, they said it's a, a flexible desk mount camera arm clamp webcam stand microphone boom arm for Yeti snowball Yeti nano webcam camera LED light voice recording podcasting. <laughs> right. But that was, that was after live broadcast. <laughs> 
what was it live broadcast live, boom live arm. broadcast boom arm that's right yeah yeah that that's okay i'll go with live broadcast <laughs> boom arm because you have a bunch of different arms that will help and assist streamers or somebody that's doing a video podcast recording or you know we don't do this steven you and i mm-hmm. there are people that pivot to do maybe a mini sound booth in front of them with maybe audio treatment or whatever. So they don't have a computer in front of them. They don't have a screen, but maybe they want a teleprompter or a tablet or something like that and go directly into their recording device, whether that's a Roadcast Pro 2, a Mixcast 4, a Zoom H, whatever, H6, H8, whatever. You know, they'll, they'll go straight into their recording device and they'll need all of that anyway. So I could see that being like a actual studio on its own, uh, the backbone for it anyway. So, yeah, I could see that. And I wonder if you can buy extra arms to put on it. Ah, uh, I wonder that that would make it a lot more flexible. Yeah. Liberty huh. Dude is saying multi-arm selfie stream arm. Yeah. Ah. OK, I could say that, too. Was that the name of the Vivo version? I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not. Uh, I didn't look it up. <laughs> I was um, asking Liberty Dude, actually. So I assume well, he's going to get back to us. One of the things, though, that d- does regularly come on sale with big events like this is Elgato is usually pretty good at putting some of their stuff on there. Now, I noticed that they weren't really putting the 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 mainstream staple stream deck on the Mark II. They were not putting that on sale, but they were putting the other ones that are you know like the stream deck plus and they put like their stream deck pedal and they put their green screen they put their dynamic xlr microphone which i've not heard very good things about to be honest uh, so i might pass on that but i haven't tried it myself yeah i've seen on especially on amazon a lot of sales for the manonu the m-a-o-n-o brand oh yeah and I know they have a similar microphone to the ATR2100 or the Samsung QTU. I haven't bought it. I haven't used it, so I can't say anything from personal experience. My thought is that they just copied it, you know, from one of the other designs, so it might be okay. But I always am scratching my head over brands like this that come in at deep discounts, basically, for mm. the same capability that you would get in another brand's stuff. So I'm always skeptical about that. I go back to the our experience with the Knox podcasting microphone, which turned yeah. out to be good. It was just a short-lived $40 deal, and then they pivoted away from it. And I don't know if that was because they got uh, told to cease and desist, or if there was a lawsuit there, or they just were like, nah, we're not going to go down this path anymore because it's not that profitable. You know, it might not have been that profitable. They, they might have been sold... A, um, a bill of goods with, okay, it's only co- going to cost so much and then you could charge $40 for them, but maybe they just didn't make a lot of money off of that. So I don't know, but I have a question for our audience. You know, by the time this comes out, it's going to be after black Friday. And <laughs> by the time we do another recording, it's going to be 2024. So right. my question to the audience here is go ahead in either our discord server or send us an email podcast at betterpodcasting.com on what sort of deals did you get a new gear? Did mm. you get over the holidays? Right. So it's not just the Black Friday, but all the way through the holidays. And you're going to come out into 2024. What has changed in your studio between today, which is November 22nd, 2023, and January 1st, 2024? What, what sort of deals did you pick up? Where did you get them from? 
If it was a gift, great. How did you, <laughs> this is always the, the big question I have. How did you impart the fact that you need this item for your podcast <laughs> studio to your loved ones or your friends who are asking you, what do you want? And you go, oh, what a Roadcaster Pro 2. And they're like, what's that? <laughs> you know? yeah. or, or the fact that it's $700. Like, I'm not going to spend that much on you. So how do, how do you get through that? And, and what kind of gear did you get? Or do you just assemble gift cards, which both Stephen and I have done before, and buy your own stuff? And uh, what kind of deals do you get on that? So that's my question, is, is what gear improvements have you made uh, and over the holidays? And get back to us, and we'll talk about it on uh, the first or second podcast back in 2024. And uh, I... Just want to mention we're not uh, sponsored by any companies because I know we just randomly talked about a bunch of titles. So I just want to make sure we put that out there. We weren't just this wasn't a big ad. This was just us gabbing about gear. Yeah, yeah. So. We, we have to, you know, with a um, with the uh, federal uh, uh, communication. What is it? FCC or FTC? Whatever that we have to disclose. Yeah, we're not affiliated with any of this stuff. So no, we're simply hobby podcasters looking to buy our own stuff, right? So. Or have it gifted to us by friends or family, which is not the same as being gifted to it, us by the companies themselves. All right. Um, actually, there was one last thing that I wanted to mention um, that I was on the hunt for was um, I'm looking for new in-ear monitors. I know I mentioned that before, mm. but uh, why I'm trying to bring it up and why I'm weirdly talking right now is I'm trying to find the actual name of it i just actually came across um oh here we go it's called Antil antillian auto uh, audio or antillian auto uh a-t-l-i-o-n audio and okay. i thought this was an interesting product that they came up with so they came up with the idea that um it's a cable for in-ear monitors so basically because in-ear monitors the way that they should work if they're proper in-ear monitors is that the headphone pieces are actually disconnectable from the cable. So they came up with this thing where it is a cable that um, brings in the ability to add a microphone. So um, obviously, maybe not for podcasting, but, you know, it's like you're almost like your you're, you're, uh, uh, motivational speaker type one, a little one that wraps around the side. But I thought that was an interesting uh, idea that I came across as I was looking for different in-ear monitors and stuff. Um, just the idea that someone's selling an actual cable that is meant to expand the in-ear monitor function. I get to see and view some of the weirdest questions that I can see in podcasting over on the R Podcasting subreddit. And full disclosure, I'm a moderator over there. In the past week, there was this guy who was casting from his android phone i believe it was a samsung s20 or 22 or something like that i don't know i didn't pay too much attention to that and he said he was casting it to the tv but he was using a uh beats was it beats no it was uh uh what what's the company with the canceling headphones the the real high-end ones i don't uh, know is it boss maybe I don't know. anyway anyway he was using a speaker a bluetooth speaker and he was like, how do I input my microphone into the speaker? Because he was using the speaker for the sound. He was casting to the TV, but the speaker was attached to the TV and it was doing the sound. He's like, how do I get the, the sound back? And I'm like, what are you trying to do? Because I've never heard of this setup in terms of a podcast setup before. 
And it turns out, I was like, it, it look, is there a way he was trying to use zoom on his phone? Now I remember. And I was like, is there a way to select another microphone that, you know, is USB directly into the, the phone itself? And I haven't heard back from him since I asked that question. So he's probably like, oh yeah, that probably would be a better idea. But uh, it's just the things, the innovation that new podcasters bring, yeah. you can't just discount it. You have to go into it with an open mind and say, okay, what are you trying to do? What is, what is the methodology that you're trying to achieve? And for me, with all my experience, I'm like, I would just do this, this, and this, and you know, and knock it out, no problem. But if there's an easier way to do it with modern technology, and modern, you know, gets better every day, really, then let's experiment with it. And that's kind of a part of what we do as hobby podcasters. Like podcasting is our hobby, so let's try some of these things out. One of the things that you tried out earlier this year was vertical video, and you wouldn't have tried that out necessarily had we not had better podcasting. So that's just an example of something to to hit and and try. And like you just said, hey, there's this new gear out there. What What is this? What can I do with it? What's possible with it? And we have to keep our minds open for that because it yeah. can make our lives immeasurably easier as we go forward. Very easy to get curmudgeon-y. It is. It's very easy. but. Um, try, try not to do that people. So anyways, I just wanted to mention that, but we can move on to another topic because you know, you, you and I can geek out about gear for hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can. Well, I mean, this is not exactly gear, but it's been a trend that I've noticed in 2023 and we've talked about it before. It's the use of generative AI and YouTube has come out and said that you have to disclose your use of generative AI, or otherwise we're going to close down your, uh, your channel or whatever. I don't know exactly what this means. You know, they, ha I don't think they have enacted it yet. It's mm. just an acknowledgement that you have to disclose it as things go forward. I don't know if this is a response to the SAG after a strikes and the, and the WGA strikes oh, and, and their, uh, look at the use of generative AI. I don't know if this is just an acknowledgement that there are creators out there that, need to be protected and the rights need to be protected. So I, I don't know what the, happened here, but I do know if you use generative AI, YouTube is now saying that you have to disclose it. I don't know what that looks like. Is it in the show notes? Is it in a post credit scroll? Is it when it pops up to you, you know, put a pop up at that point in time and say, Hey, this was produced using generative AI. I don't know, but I thought it was interesting. It was from a time.com article had some weight to it. So I thought I'd at least mention it here. This could be a thing going into 2024. So I'm reading their blog post about this and they say, we believe it's in everyone's interest to maintain a healthy ecosystem of information on YouTube. We have a longstanding, we have longstanding policies that prohibit technically manipulated content that misleads viewers and may pose a serious risk of egregious harm. There we go. However, AI's powerful new forms of storytelling can also be used to generate content that has the potential to mislead viewers, particularly if they're unaware the video has been altered or is synthetically created. To address this in concern over the coming months, we'll introduce updates that inform viewers when the content they're seeing is synthetic. Specifically, we'll require creators to disclose when they've created altered or synthetic content that is realistic, including using AI tools. When creators upload content, 
we will have new options for them to select to indicate that it is or that it contains realistic altered or synthetic material. So it sounds like a box that they have to check. Right. Kind of like the, is this meant for young people? I know that's a yeah. box that you have to check exactly when you upload to YouTube right now. So yeah, I could see that, and especially coming into an election year in the United States and everything going on in the world and the, um, the, the misrepresentation that could be there. I could definitely see them, uh, from a, uh, a, a new standpoint or a, a credibility standpoint as a platform needing to uh, look into that. But uh, again, I don't know what that ultimately looks like. Are they going to have an AI bot that's looking for other AI bots? You know, <laughs> probably, but I, I just don't know what that looks like. So from a hobby sa podcaster standpoint, like you can make Tom Hanks do some really weird stuff or say some weird stuff. Is he going to come back and sue you or are you misrepresenting Tom Hanks? Uh, yeah, that could be considered, even if you're doing it for a comedy sketch, that could be considered not derivative work, but a false representation. So I don't know. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I, I kind of like it. That's my gut reaction is that I kind of like it. Um, but I think the question will be enforcement because presumably it gets so good that that it's hard to detect from a, a bot now. And we've seen how their content uh, uh, bots before have gone wrong. So I don't know that I have no. a lot of faith. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I have a lot of faith for them to have bots that help this. If yes, yeah, when you have a song that you have purchased on a site, Audio Jungle, Palm 5, you know, whatever, and you have the rights to use it in a creation, and then you upload your creation, and you have to go through the whole thing of, of saying you've owned it, and then the rights return back to you on the video. When you have to do that, not just once, but every single time you upload the same video with a usage right that is unlimited, or maybe it has a time limit on it, but there is a, a a factor in there that says that it's not only good for the first video, it's good for all sequential videos up to a certain point, you know, if it's time limit or whatever. That should be figured into the YouTube algorithm, and it's not. You have to go in every single time and dispute it. It's annoying. Yeah. Uh, can I just say this, though? Once we know, presumably, that there was a bot that's crawling videos, I want us to try to get our real live video flagged as AI. I don't know how, but that's got to be one of our missions. So, uh, yeah, with the whole green screen <laughs> thing, that's that's tough because green screen technology is very prevalent ever since the pandemic. I mean, everybody was using it to blur backgrounds or create new backgrounds or whatever. Mm -hmm. So if you do that, then how's it going to? I don't know. I, I, don't I have know. no idea. Uh, this whole AI thing. <laughs> but how might you one use AI for podcasting, SP? Well, that has been a news story in 2023 on its own as well. And I think it's been a big news story. And I don't think we're done with it because AI is going to continue to get better and better and better. It's just entered onto the scene today. And even though this past week there was this whole finagling over the company structure of open AI and, and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I don't want to get into it, but it, it was big news for like two days. So 
because it is on the scene, it has been used. A lot of people have used it. You've used it. Mm -hmm. I've used it, whether it's from promotional posts, you know, you get into, uh, I'll give an example, a headliner there, there have capabilities to search through your content and say, I think this would be a good snippet for you to use in a promotional post. Okay. The next generation of that, or two or three generations down the road is you just feed your stuff into a service, which you pay for, and then it will pump out like five or seven different things that you can promote on your social media channel channels. And it does it on its own during time periods that are different day to day, but get you maximum exposure. So you're getting the promotion from social media. You're having to pay for it, but you're getting the, all that automated, which a lot of podcasters would like. I don't know how much that's going to cost, but that's just an example. Creation of show notes. Like you feed in your transcript and it says, okay, this is what I would write for my show notes. Uh, transcripts themselves. How many times have you used mm -hmm. a transcription service that's made by Whisper or OpenAI or whatever, right? Um, I have used it a ton just to search through my own shows to find things that I was looking for for timestamps as I'm writing my notes for YouTube. Uh, show art, I have to admit, I'm not into the Dolly or what's the other one that's out there. I, I can't remember um, them all. I'm not a big uh, user of, well, I don't even know what they're called. So that gives you an idea of the art generation. But I know there's art generation out there that you can actually, you know, just feed it a prompt and it gives you some art, spits out some art. Uh, content research, you know, uh, that's a big thing. Of just trying to get started with something, you say, well, how would I start learning about X? And it will spin out different things. I would be very careful about that because yeah. <laughs> it can lie to you, right? But it's a good start to look into things. And I think it's more advanced than just doing a search and scripts too. You can say, okay, I'm going to be doing this topic. I have these points. Give me a script or give me bullet points. And it will, you know, uh, the AI will will create the script or the show notes for you to record. Uh, so yeah, it's been big news in 2023. Most podcasters have used it at some point for something or even, you know, generating themselves. Like say you're editing Steven, right? Mm -hmm. And you are editing me and I say a word incorrectly, which I often do because of my speech impediment, right? And you're like, I want to make SP sound good. I don't know why you would say that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make SP well, sound good. I was going to say, why would I say that? Because you're already perfect at podcasting. Yeah, that's not true. And so you use this generative AI on my voice and perhaps on my mouth to make it look and sound like I'm saying the correct word in the spot. And we just talked about how that might be, you know, a, a fake Basically, that's mm. not true. But if you're generating the content and you want it to say this, then isn't necessarily fake. I don't know. I don't know how that fits in with YouTube, but I know that you can do it. Like Waffles, he did that yeah. whole voice of me earlier this year. And I know the guys over on Smoking and Drinking in Space have fooled around with that for their, their uh, um, pod crawl thing that they've put words in each other's mouths and stuff like that. But th that's beside the point. The technology is there. So yeah, I think AI is just going to get better and better and better, and people are going to use it in content creation, which is including podcasting, and 2024 will bring even better capabilities forward. Did you know, by the way, talking about the voice, have you, have, did you know and have you tried that um, on iPhones, you actually can create a personal voice of yourself? It's built in. I've, 
I've heard it, that. I have not it, tried it. Yeah, I've heard it. I've heard it. Um, I think it was a TikTok video. It's it sounds a lot worse than the stuff that we've heard. You know that oh, are okay. the generated the big AI generated services that we've seen so far. It sounds a lot more robotic. But the example I heard was pretty impressive. And apparently, it only takes like fifteen minutes to record, and then they process it. Wow. Yeah, it's an accessibility it's, function. I think is what it right, is. Right, and it's just going to get better too, yeah. right? Because it's. <laughs> We already know all these devices listen to us all the time anyway. Yeah. So well, all exactly. they have to put in all they have to put in there is we're keeping enough recording so we can replicate your voice in different inflections and different modes and feelings and that sort of thing. And that's your agreement of using these devices. And then bingo, they can replicate your voice. Yeah. In our chat, Johnny brings up an uh, interesting point there. He said um, that uh, he, in podcasting, he believes it could be very useful positively for audio drama one person can do multiple voices not necessarily of course celebrities but different male and female characters and accents for different dramatic effect i i agree as long as you've got the right proper licensing and everything it really can shift the ability for personalities and those who might have an idea but not necessarily the talent and expertise to do the recording of something like that. They might be a great writer. They might have this great podcast audio drama idea, but maybe they're a little bit of a loner or, you know, just keep to themselves and they don't like to get together with people. They could do a solo audio drama once it gets a little bit better. That sounds pretty, pretty convincing. I could definitely see that. Yeah. I mean, so the whole SAG AFTRA and WGA strikes. Um, I don't know how long the contract is for the WGA, but the SAG after us contract is three years mm. and three years from now, they're going to have a whole host of other things to yeah. go through <laughs> and agree upon. And, you know, we're just talking about the tip of the iceberg in November, not even December, November of 2023, a month from now, things might have changed radically. You just never know. Agreed. Well, we'd love to know what are your thoughts with how AI might be used for good. Uh, let us know. Email podcast at betterpodcasting.com or come to our Discord at betterpodcasting.com slash Discord or put it inside of the turkey that SP is going to buy from the store last minute for Thanksgiving tomorrow. No, that's not. My turkey is already brining. It's in the brine right now, getting ready to go in the oven tomorrow morning. Uh, hey, by the way, can I just say that... Um, I had a fun experience with my podcasting gear and the family. Did you know that? No, I didn't. But uh, judging by my family fun with podcasting this year, I can't wait to hear your story. Actually, you do know. You do know. Um, but I appreciate you playing it up like you didn't. So it would have made good conversation. But I'll, I, I will pretend that we will live in that fantasy world where you didn't know. And uh, this past weekend... My son, he's been very much getting into flight simulator games, and he does it on this computer here because it's the computer of the house that's got a bunch of uh, beefy components in it. So he's been playing it here, and um, he wanted to show my mom. And so we had a couple of options. Well, number one, he did it before where he held up the phone as he was playing. I said, no, 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 no. We can do better than that. So what did I do? I used OBS in combination with, of course, the virtual camera plugin to go to Facebook Messenger and the green screen so that I could capture his gameplay 
with him overlaid in the little corner, you know, green screened onto it, while he was basically streaming the video to Facebook Messenger. And what I thought was really cool about that was because of the year we live in, how modern digital mixers just made it so easy to do nice little mix minus where he could hear the audio just fine. He could hear all of that. She was hearing him talk. She was hearing the grandson talk. She didn't want to hear the game. She wanted to hear him talk. It was just really simple to do with very minimal effort. And so I wanted to share that. But I will also say that I uh, have the Facebook Messenger desktop app on Windows. Didn't work with the OBS virtual camera. However, the Chrome, um, Facebook, uh, whatever, I guess, whatever tools it uses to integrate to Chrome did work fine for the virtual camera. Again, this stuff is only going to get better. Like you use your Rodecaster Pro OG, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The Rodecaster Pro 2 has even more capability yeah. to do that with the two USB-C ins and outs. So you could do multiple mix minuses and you could do some phenomenal things just with the family, like you're talking about, just with the family or whatever. Yeah. Say you're piping in some a live event, like a, a family member is playing in a band, but you can't really hear everything. So you turn that way down. Uh, except for the uh, the mom of the person on stage, you turn it up for them so that they don't care about the conversation. They just hear care about hearing their kid on stage or something like that. So yeah, this is just going to get better as time goes on. And I really debate the physical hardware and what that's going to look like going on because you still need stuff like preamps, really good preamps and stuff like that. So I still think you need hardware because it's not just going to go into a tablet or a, a, a computer uh, unless you go with the USB stuff because the USB microphones have had one heck of a run in 2023 with 32-bit float and a really good quality USB. Expensive, but really good quality USB. And I think that the software side of things needs to catch up mm. in order to do multiple microphones or multiple USB inputs in order to um, uh, really take advantage of everything. And I think I think if I'm one of these companies, one of the first things that I'm going to do is make a when we've joked about this never being a thing, a USB mixer. A USB mixer, you mean actually plugging in USB microphones into oh, yeah. a mixer. Yeah, that would be so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That'd be so good. Yeah, I know yeah. where you were going. I'm like, I, know. I was confused. Yeah, <laughs> I, absolutely. Um, And two notes, one final notes about this. Number one, uh, WaveArm, Elgato WaveArm LP. Cannot recommend for people who are trying to surround themselves with a bunch of like, uh, like joysticks and throttles and stuff. Can't recommend that. It's completely in your way. <laughs> Definitely need yourself a scissor arm over top, but it was either I hooked up the scissor arm with a different microphone or he uses the SM7B. Of course, he chose the SM7B, right? So, you know, that was, he, sure, he dealt with it being in the way. Uh, second thing, you know what he said to me? Because I went and I'm like, okay, you go do that. I got to go cook dinner. And after he was done, he came up and he goes, oh, my throat's sore from talking so much. And I'm like, <laughs> now you know what it's like to podcast. I literally said to him, now you know why I've always got water when I podcast. It's great that I'm I'm actually uh, a bunch of my friends have kids that are now exploring podcasting or streaming or, you know, being the influencer or something like that. So it's it's fun watching all these kids explore and experiment with that sort of thing, because, you know, when I was a kid, 
everybody just wanted to be an astronaut or you mm. know a quarterback star in the NFL or you know an NHL player and a, and a gold medal winner in the Olympics and that sort of thing because that's how back far I go. Now <laughs> everybody just wants to be an influencer. Yeah. So okay, okay. You know, I I know how hard that is. So good luck. It's a little less hard if you're a cute young woman, but you know, there's that. Which I am not. Just so we're clear. <laughs> Nothing about you is cute. Oh, um, I wanted to ask you a question and, and tell me if you think that I'm crazy with this thought. This was something that occurred to me recently. I believe that we've talked before about podcasting. You need to be authentic, but I believe that you also need to have a level of degree of performance in your podcast. And it doesn't matter what type. I say all podcast types need to have a level of performance. You need to be able to spin it somehow, whether that's telling a story, being entertaining like a comedian, which is storytelling in its own, right? Or whether you're you're putting together a a fantastical presentation, uh, whether it's drama or whatever. Yeah, I'd I'd say that you have to have a degree of performance. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking about that because, you know, my mind instantly because what I heard was I, I heard some people who were maybe not doing the best interviews. And so um, this was actually not on podcasting. This was actually on, on uh, a radio station and they weren't doing a good job. I felt as including the audience like, you know, and and my mind instantly goes to the fact that, OK, yes, you want to have a, a natural sounding interview. But if you ignore the fact that you're doing this interview for um, people to listen to or, or, you know, watch if it's video, now it's just almost like a like a conversation. And, and that's a little bit different than people who are actually tuning in to hear the conversation. I, I feel like you got to be aware as you're pitching questions of how they're going to translate to audio. And then I was also once I kind of heard this, I was started listening to folks who are successful at this. And what I started to notice is that they would catch when when the subject, the interview subject might say something that required a little bit of backstory and a successful interviewer kind of threw in a little bit of context. They'd be like, oh, you know, that was your project you worked on back in blah, 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 blah. So that you were making sure that your audience was looped into all of the sort of inside backstory that the subject might might actually um, be throwing in without realizing because they know that the interviewer knows this, but the interviewer knows that the audience might not necessarily. So I was thinking, yeah, you have to have some level of performance for all podcasts. You can be authentic while doing that. But I wanted to know what our audience thinks. Do they think I'm crazy by saying that? Well, never ask, do we think you're crazy? Because the answer <laughs> to that is always yes, Fair first enough. of all. Uh, but it's a legitimate question. So what do people think about podcasting? Is it a performance? And I've heard earlier this year of podcasting. Is it just a conversation? Is it just a recorded conversation? If it's just a recorded conversation, do other people really want to hear it? And if other people want to hear it, is it because it's interesting? Is it because they're entertained by it? Is it because they're learning something about it? Is it because uh, it makes them feel good? You know, uh, is it because that they just like the other person? And so your circle of your, you know, your mom and dad and three closest friends are the only ones who listen, that sort of thing. Are you providing something of value? Okay. There's all that. But I do believe 
that with the amount of podcasts that there is out there, you have to, and the choices people have in the same genre, mm. that you have to have a leg up on somebody else. And, and one of those, I, I do believe, is a degree of performance. You're putting on a performance. Like, I'm not going to go watch somebody just talk about their day on stage. Right. That's never going to happen. <laughs> but if they're telling a funny story, if they're telling me about something they did that I can learn from or something like that on stage, yeah, I'll listen to them. I'll go to that TED talk or, you know, whatever you want to call it, conference talk or whatever. I, yeah, I'll, I'll be in the, in the audience for that. Yeah. But if it's just them, I don't know, talking about how they made dinner. I mean, on a cooking <laughs> show, maybe, but other than that, it's like, okay, we all have to eat. So yeah, most of us cook yeah. at some point. Besides, you can only draw out the story about pushing the right microwave button so long. <laughs> yeah, I pushed the one and it was one minute and I really needed two minutes. So I pushed the one again <laughs> to get two minutes instead of pushing the two just once. Yeah, okay. You can't draw that out there <laughs> that far. In our chat, Liberty Dude says, I find it more therapy than a performance. Podcasting can definitely be therapeutic. I, I do have to say it, it can be if podcasting is your chosen hobby, especially. I guess it's your, it depends on your goal. So we yeah. talked about what's, what's the thing about podcasting is you have to have a theme. You have to have a topic, that sort of thing. That's, that's number one, but also included in there. And I threw this in the podcasting uh, one-on-one guide that I'm still going to post, uh, but it was, okay, what are your goals? It, your podcast and how you podcast. And if your goal is just personal therapy, then maybe you don't need a performance, but maybe you're putting on a performance for yourself. Yeah, which is fair. But that's all the topics I really had. Uh, it is, uh, I guess, the end of our podcast year. So I think I'll probably take a few moments to sort of debrief on our podcasting to myself over our hiatus. I think that's a good opportunity to, to do that and okay. think a little bit about that and think a little bit about uh, what I want to do with my podcasting goals over the next year. And I think that's got to I got to carve out some time over our hiatus to make sure I focus on that. Hmm. I think that's a great idea. I was planning on doing that myself. Um, there's some co-hosts and me that are going to have a conversation in 2024. And yeah. And Marvel's so, not doing good for you, is it? Is it? It's they're they're not I, posting enough good content. <laughs> may or may not be Marvel related. So I'll just leave that open-ended. Fair enough. But uh yeah, I I I need to really take a look at the goals of podcasts and the amount of time that I'm putting into certain projects. Mm. And is it worth it to me in the end? Because I got a whole backlog of stuff, other stuff that I just need to do in life. Yeah. And I am going to, in a couple of days, if not tonight, have a grandkid, my first grandkid. So that's going to be a priority in my life. And I'm going to dedicate time to that priority. And that means I'm going to deprioritize other things. So podcasting is something that's really fun for me as liberty dude said maybe therapy may you know this is my bar time you know the the guys in the 50 <laughs> i'm gonna go out to the bar and and be out with the guys watch the game or whatever yeah this is my that i'm allergic to alcohol i don't like being in smoky places which i bars are not smoky anymore but uh i can't be around loud noises for a while because of my hearing issues so yeah podcasting has been working out great to hang out with friends 
and uh and and maybe you know keeping those canadians from attacking the united states you know you know it's keeping steven from doing something stupid let's put it that way right (laughs) i'm i'm joking i'm joking nsa i'm joking but yeah, I'm. I'm going to try to come idea. visit down there sometime and get de- denied at the border. It'll be like, we heard your podcast. Sorry. I'll, that's what I'll tell the border patrol to tell you. <laughs> is is I, I have some friends in the border patrol, so we can do that. But yeah, I think that this is, especially since we're taking a hiatus, it'll be good. Like two weeks from now, I know I'll be doing something, and it'll, just my mind will go to podcasting and go, you know, I really need to do that. Yeah, because you remove yourself from podcasting and you're like, okay, what is really important to me? Podcasting is still going to be important for me uh, to to tell everybody just off the bat. I I don't think there's going to be a change in better podcasting or my interest in doing the better podcasting project, whatever form that is. So better podcasting will keep on going for me, at least. So I'm not worried about that. But the, the rest of podcasting, I need to be having fun. I need to have pointed projects. I need to have stated goals and right yeah. now some of those old goals are uh, are wearing a little thin for, for me so you bring up a good good point there about what are your goals and and trying to think about that at a time that you're not thinking about that and the reason why i say that is because that's to me always when you and i have had some of our best better podcasting conversations have been completely out of the blue and you and I have just randomly had ideas popped it pop into our head and message them to each other. And so I think it's a good idea to have your idea of, you know, spend the focused time thinking about your goals, but then also let let those invasive thoughts come in when when um, you least expect it and write them down. And, and I, I don't know. I just think you and I have had some really good success with with the random thought pop in. Yeah, we have. And we haven't taken all that much off time from podcasting. I know there was your hiatus, which was extended, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that got me thinking of, OK, so a issue or a, an item that we had already discussed was we wanted to bring in more of our audience or more of better uh, or hobby podcasters. So that's when I came up with the idea for uh, better podcasting chats with SP, like that's just building upon that. And and let's use that since Steven is still on a hiatus, but I still want to do content. Uh, so was that the, in retrospect, the absolute best way to go about it? No, I, I will admit it. It wasn't the best way, but it was a way and it wasn't bad. So it it is now there and you know many many episodes and i think it has i had some comments uh, the past month that it has really helped a couple of people so i was actually surprised about that yeah so uh surprised just because i i didn't know you know in the end after doing the project and then putting it on hiatus because you came back and we were prioritizing this what impact it would have had on other people and it, it did surprisingly have an impact because it showed the behind the scenes of other podcasters and not from the consultant side of the things or even from us. So that have doing it for a while, but like brand new podcasters is what are they dealing with? How are they putting together their projects? What is their passion? And can I do that too? Yeah. Yes. So yeah, it, it was good for when it was there. So keep your eyes out 
for that last episode. Uh, well, not last. Last episode of 2023 of Better Podcasting yeah. Chats with SP. Yep. And while you are keeping your eyes out for that, you should keep your eyes out for suggestions on podcast media hosts for us. Following up with last week's episode, uh, yeah. we would love to know what are your thoughts about different podcast media hosts in our Discord this past week. We did have Damien actually comment about a thought to do with Red Circle. We'll wait to combine a bunch of this feedback together once we get more people, hopefully. But let us know uh, what's your thoughts about podcast media hosts uh, that we could look at uh, to move off of Libsyn. So let us know your different thoughts. Again, we have our own shortlist, but we're not. That shortlist is not um, closed off from being expanded. Yeah, I was actually listening, re-listening to last week's episode again earlier today and and uh, was keeping in mind Damien's thoughts right there. And I we actually kind of answered it in the episode itself, but it got me thinking about it again. It's like, OK, is this really what I would want to do? So, yeah, we'll discuss it again in 2024. So that's going to take us to the end of another episode of Better Podcasting Live Chat. Thanks to everybody who has listened to any of the Better Podcasting shows. Thanks to everybody who has engaged with us. And thanks to everybody who just makes our day or whatever time of day it is, night, morning. Thank you for for helping make our podcasting experience fun because our the interactions with you do mean a lot to both of us. And so I just want to shout that out at the end of the year. Thank you to everybody and keep your eyes on the better podcasting feed for the gear episode. I definitely want to thank the better podcasting audience. I specifically want to thank everybody that's in our discord server and communicating us with us more regularly. Really appreciate all of you. And I want to thank everybody that's in our chats on a weekly basis Thank you very much for showing up and communicating back and forth with us. As we go into 2024, we might not have the same type of format, so we might not take live feedback as much as we have. I know in Better Podcasting on the main show, we have taken feedback before, but it's been more secluded. So we still have to talk about exactly what the format is going to be in 2024, but we still will have some value if you listen to our live streaming recordings So just stay tuned for what that's going to be in 2024. But I want to thank everybody that's been with us. And some of our audience has been with us since the beginning in Mm -hmm. 2015. Thank you so much. It has been eight plus years and we really appreciate you being with us. And we appreciate everybody that has consumed some sort of our content or gone to us directly for a question and we were able to provide some value to you. Thank you for asking us because that is why we do this project. It's not necessary. A little bit is for us because we like podcasting and it's fun for us, but it's also because we want to give back and share the knowledge that we have fought so hard to acquire as well as keeping in tune with the podcasting industry and how that applies to hobby podcasters. So for episode number 71 of Better Podcasting Live Chat, I'm Steven saying, SP, you will be Grandpa SP soon. Woohoo! Yeah, we'll see everybody in 2024. I'm guessing my beard will be grayer. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of Better Podcasting. You can find the full back catalog of Better Podcasting at betterpodcasting.com. If you're into geeky podcasts, 
Please check out the other podcasts on the Gunna Geek Network at gunnageeknetwork.com. This show was produced and edited by Stephen John Drew. Voice work was done by L.W. Salinas. Thanks again for listening or watching, and we hope to see you again next week.